welcome back to the Spilling the Tea podcast. Um, I am your your co-leader, your your subordinate, <laughs> Gabriel, and then your fabulous leader and and head of the charge, La Capitina. La Capitina. <laughs> I love it. And it says Tina. It says and Tina. It- um, and afterwards, after a long day on the boat, then <laughs> she goes to the cantina yeah. and, and has, has a rum, a, a dark and stormy. <laughs> Something, some drink that ends in Ina. Um, um. Martina. Orangina. No. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and anyway. with this being the Spilling the Tea podcast, uh, we meet, th- that's my mom, I'm her son. Uh, we meet once a week to sip some delicious tea, and uh, she regales me with stories of her life. Um, this is yeah. both for the entertainment of everyone there there in the world who's listening right now, hello, and for future generations to come, if they have the respect to, to show. Oh. You know, they gotta... Respect your elders. Respect your elders. And Listen to the your podcast. Ancestors. What are you doing? <laughs> I love you, children. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I might not be a good dad. Anyway. You'd be a great dad. Well, we'll see. It depends on what they get up to and if they listen to the podcast. That's true. Little imps. You better watch them. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, what a start. So this week, um, we're sitting down with a cup of Morning Thunder. Right. Morning Thunder tea is, it's a black tea with mate. Now, mate is, people in South America drink mate instead of coffee. Okay. It comes from the leaves of the... Yerba mate? Yes. I've seen it on cans. Yes. And um, that is like the genus of that is... A holly. It's a it's a type of holly. Oh, interesting. And um, what it has, um, it has what they say. It's like caffeine. You get the boost without the buzz. Okay. You don't get jittery. Yeah. But but others say it's a different type of stimulant than caffeine. Sure. Um, and I learned about this through Graciela Danielle who's from Argentina, director, choreographer, Argentina. extraordinaire. Yeah. And actually, we, we did um, a show based that that is Arge- based in Argentinian writing and stuff like that. And um, you drink mate, not from a cup, usually, but you put the... It's a little gourd. A little gourd. Yep. It's a little type of gourd. And you use... It's a silver straw. That actually has, um, uh, it um, it filters through the, the straw. It has like a sieve, I mean little holes okay. in the bottom. Yeah. And so you put you put the leaves directly into the gourd, put the water in, and then you drink through, through the this. straw it's, so that it, huh. It's very cultural, very friendly. It's almost like in, in the way that the Japanese have a tea service, when you... When you greet someone and you're going to sit down, you have mate, and there's yeah. a certain way to make it and stuff like that. So that's lovely. Um, so this one has black tea in it too. Okay. You know, so it qualifies. It qualifies as a tea. 
but it's and also it's guess, a mate. guess mate would too because yeah, coffee comes from leaves. beans and yeah yeah so yeah you should try it I think again I've, I've had ones in cans from the grocery store oh that's different that's different yeah. that's that's different. yeah that's that's pre-canned stuff that's like instead of instead of a hot cup of tea like you know grabbing a nest tea from the cold yeah deli yeah. that's pure leaf anyway um so I'm gonna take a sip yeah I wanna try this now you'll taste hints of the mate no that's delightful it is it, it, it's really it, I really like it um, maybe I'll get some mate yeah I, I find that the mate and the black coffee blend really well together to actually black it, tea black tea sorry yeah Sorry, it's a tea podcast. I drink coffee at home. Don't tell anyone. Um, but you might like it because, again, you get the boost without the buzz. Yeah, yeah. And and um, it takes out some of the bitterness of black tea on its own. Yeah. It, it, I find. Yeah. From my first sip. Yeah. Oh, this is delightful. So Morning Thunder actually has four times the caffeine of a regular cup oh, of tea. Oh, Jesus. That's, <laughs> that's why they call it Morning Thunder. It's like, boom. There's a, there's a buffalo on the front. <laughs> oh, it's delicious. There but, okay. Well, okay. we'll be, I'll be running after this for the Morning Thunder. Yeah, go to the gym. Yeah. Um... I'm going to tell a story quickly before you get into stories because this just reminded me of when I was in Morocco and how every single place I would go to, they would tell me that they were giving me Moroccan whiskey. And what that was, was tea. Really? Yeah, that was it. It was just a, a, a tea. Um, and I think it was a specific type of tea that we should have sometime. But but yeah, everywhere I went, they're like, my friend, my friend, they have a Moroccan whiskey for you. And I'd be like, oh, whiskey? Oh boy, I haven't drank in a bit because there's no alcohol in this country. Did you ask anyone why? Oh, right, they don't. Well, that's uh, that's why, because they don't have alcohol in the country. And oh. I'm sure, and, and it's such a sales country that it's, yeah. Every, yeah. with all the bazaars and everything, that I'm sure it's just a... It was a way to get me into places and to sit down. Sure. And so I'm sure as an American, sure. or as a white oh, person... Oh, sure, 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 go, sure. oh, well, we can get them in with whiskey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it worked. That's I mean, fun. I'd, I'd eat That's at the fun. restaurants, or I'd, I'd listen to the man talk about his carpets for far too long, and then go, <laughs> I don't have money to give you, but thank you for the tea. <laughs> anyway, uh, but this isn't about me. Okay, so t t last week I talked about, I was going to go in chronological order of the shows yeah. that I've been in, uh, Broadway shows. And then, of course, I mean, my second one national tour after Low Dolly was a chorus line. And I did a chorus line for two stints. And, and so I did some other things in between. However, I'd like to, I'd like to, I was thinking about it, I prefer to stick with the chorus line yeah. thematically because it was such an all-encompassing part of my life that it's like let me I don't want to I don't want to keep hanging no. on to it no, you know no, yeah, week after week and oh right and this happened better to so, get through it and, and tell the chorus line stories this is the chorus line saga yeah so so and and Michael Bennett <coughs> real quick before yeah. getting into the actual stories yeah what's the difference between off-Broadway, Broadway, tour, national tour, just technically? Okay. Uh, Broadway is top-tier money, 
it's it's like class A. When a Broadway show is successful, they often go on a national tour. The national tour, you get paid basically the same as on Broadway. Um, it's just that you're traveling. Yeah. You know, and instead of but being then also the per diem and in, the that we talked yeah, about last so time. So it national tours are great. I they're <laughs> they're great. Um if you like to travel. And it's, you know, a free way to see you're working, but it's a free way to see the country wherever it goes, the, world. the country or the yeah. world. Exactly. Um bus and truck is the next down bus from Bus and Truck. Bus and Truck, where you might be it's a smaller scale, smaller money. Um, you may literally be on a bus. It depends on what tier of bus and truck. Sure. Some bus and trucks, you're still in airplanes, you know, traveling place to place. Others, you're yeah. on a bus, and and they and it can be one nighters, you know. So it, re- it sure. really depends. Be... But it's more low budget. Um, but it's still it's okay. Sure. It's okay. Now, in New York, off-Broadway, it's a, it's a different tier. I can't say that... Okay, wait a minute. If you do... With Broadway, National Tour, Bus and Truck, it is the same show. Okay. Like, Kinky Boots, on Broadway, or Hamilton, whatever, on Broadway, they have a National Tour... It is the same it's show. The same show, so Boston you can truck, get the experience same, anywhere. Same show, same show, traveling around. Off Broadway is smaller audiences, so I th- it's an off Broadway theater, which means I've forgotten the cap on seats. So Broadway theater has a lot of seats, uh, of course, and um, off Broadway is smaller. Smaller seating, but bigger than black box because that's that's like a yes, 20 seat. yes, that that can be like off off Broadway. Um, but and you get paid less, but the quality can be Great. phenomenal, sure, you know. And many, for example, a chorus line, um, uh, started at the public theater, which is considered off Broadway. It depends. Some it's weird because some off Broadway theaters are actually considered regional theaters, like the Hartford State. It, it can get it gets murky as it, you. It, yeah, I forgot figure out the distinctions. But um, but many shows start off Broadway. If they're successful, they move to Broadway. Sure, that makes sense. Um, off off Broadway can be. Little hole, hole in the wall. Matter of fact, I did I did one off off Broadway show. This is before. Okay, this is another work thing. Before getting Hello Dolly, before getting my first show, and I had to, I had to be a typewriter. You had to be a typewriter. Like it was it was one of these bizarre, you know. It's very chorus line. Actually. It was way yeah yeah actually, it was way downtown. Um, I don't, I didn't stay with it. I, <laughs> and they weren't paying, I mean, we were only getting like $20 a week, or maybe it was even just subway transportation. And I went, okay, the fact that I'm broke, I'm not getting any money, and I, I'm this, t- I don't get it, I don't I get it. I have to ask, did you have to go ding? I had to be, I had to be 
A type ready. <laughs> you know, and like scoop my, my an old fashioned type ready. Right, so right, it's yeah. like trying to figure out, okay, how can I be roll you know the rolling, rolling of the, the paper in the and the tab not the tab but the the, 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 slide the return and goes, the slide thing. Yeah. And I went, so, so I didn't I did a lot of choreographing off Broadway. And at the public theater, a lot of Shakespeare. So, so again, to answer your question, it is the size of the theater and what the venue, what the what the venue is, and of course, you want to develop works. Not every, you know, Broadway is expensive. Yeah. So not everything is just ready. It, it, the theater um, producers and stuff work together to. Um, Figure you out know, what to show figure out how where. can and yeah. and how to be able to create without it just busting the bank. Yeah, you know. Yeah, um, yeah, because it's a business. That's a business of creativity. Yeah. So does that answer your question? It does, and it's it's one that I studied when I was in acting school for a year and a half, um, but I had forgotten, and I thought would be good for people. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, then. Chorus line, you're on the national tour. Right, okay. Um, I'm on the national tour, and this is this is moving to the company that's going to stay in Chicago, right. Illinois, for a year. Now, I have to say one thing. I, I want to say one, so I don't forget. I, I adore Michael Bennett, and his craft, his mind, his... Vision is just beyond belief to me. Some what he did in Follies and Company and and everything. I, mean, I admire that mind and a nice. Of course, there were things that can go a little south, you know, and stuff like that. But a genuinely nice person. Now the thing about the chorus about a chorus line too is I mean, he was a dancer in Broadway shows. He was young. He was only like in his thirties. Oh wow, that's that is young. Yeah, no, he, he a brilliant. He was brilliant. Um, he also choreographed like the TV show Hullabaloo. I mean, so he was disco and okay. and I don't know, uh, you know, tra trained as a dancer in, in shows and stuff. Um, so in a chorus line, he has such respect. People can read about how he put it together, finding out stories from dancers and workshopping and all of that. But it was the first time that I saw, even for every understudy, every everything, handmade shoes from a place called Handmade Leather Shoes. Oh, wow. I mean, these were phenomenal. I, the, you know, before I had only worn like crappy old Capizios. No, now Capizio, <clears throat> I'm talking about the producers would only give like the the cheaper hard ones. Like, they have okay. Capizio actually. I don't know Capizio. Has a, a dance dance, dance shoe. clothes dance okay. dance shoes. Capizio now has. Um, if this is in the future, who knows if Capizio is going to be around. But, but they have some really fine shoes now. Um, they've lasted 50 years. Well, they've lasted 
100 years. They've been around for a long time. Um, anyway, so you would get these handmade shoes, the soft leather. That's uh, just, nice. And every costume, no, they were based on dance clothes, tights and leotards and stuff, except for the finale, which was glittery right, and stuff. Right, and the um, suits and ties. And right, tuxedo. The guy, tuxedos tuxedo for the guys. And, and um, kind of like corsety type. Yeah. Things for the women. Um, but it, these were all custom made for everybody. That's incredible. It wasn't That's... like, you know, going to the store and, and, and yeah. except for the tights. Of course, the tights were bought. Sure. But um, that's more. But everything was custom to your body. Like, there that's no, like a professional athlete. That's incredible. Yeah. 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 No, his respect and care was was just amazing. The um, we, nobody wore wigs. It was your own hair, but you had these free haircuts or coloring, whatever you know. The hair primo, hmm. you know, as far as as the hair care. Yeah. Yeah. And um, voice lessons all for free. There was an in in house in Chicago. We had uh, David Hickox, an in house. He would come to the theater, and in this um, lobby area, the voice lessons took place. So you didn't have to pay for anything. I mean, it was you were so cared for in that way. It it really I admire Michael for doing that, and he was like. Not cutting corners. Yeah, with that. And yeah, no. That, the designers. I mean, the lighting designer and the costume designers. You know, the most phenomenal artists. Theony Aldridge. Um, I mean, Barbara, if you've got a world class show and product and and people that are worth. He well, he considered every every dancer worth. They were humans, yeah. you know, not just... I mean, that's what the whole show is about. So I just wanted to say that, that that things could be catty and stuff like that backstage, but he he really took care. Anyway, so, okay, I was... Oh, I, one other thing. I had said it was only Jack and I who came from Who Loved Dolly, and then I realized there was um, a, a young woman, um, Sachi. Sachi who played Connie. She she also came out to the company. Okay, so, you tell me if this gets boring. Um, so, we move out to I'm Okay from last time because I'm the assistant dance captain and doing the understudy stuff. Right. So, we move out to Chicago. And interesting, we didn't move into the theater right away. It was kind of like there were some old members of the... Remember I said he was cleaning house? Yeah, yeah. This was kind of like a new company. I almost made a joke about that with how he takes care of people as long as you're still there. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Like but, I said, but again, there's... it feels like it's all for the it, show in the end, even if it's a little on the chopping block. Sometimes it was personalities okay. or something. You know, I, well. like I said, there was... He was also, let me say this extremely loyal as a friend to the people that he came up with. Mm -hmm. um, 
from cast members to stage managers to production people, very loyal, which is admirable, except sometimes it was like this person who's drugged out needs a job. Yeah. Um, yeah, and you know, and I saw more quaaludes during that than, than any. I mean, like the one poor girl. She was very talented, but her she snorted. I mean, no, this is what would happen. She would take quaaludes, and <laughs> she'd she'd do my time. something up her nose. But then she'd have to use antihistamines. For her nose, it's like the inside of her nose was getting eaten out. There would be blood, you know, she'd have bloody noses. And and, I mean, sometimes it's like, well, I'm not going to say any names. She's not coming in tonight because she she had taken so many quaaludes. Wow. There were were certain, um, there were certain. So many quaaludes. (laughs) uh, There were certain people in power who took advantage of the young boys. So mm. if the young boys refused, they may not have a job. Not by Michael. Sure. Not by Bob Avian. I'm not going to say this fucker's name. No. But there's one who <sighs> was in a position of power, had known Michael for years, and just... I. Sleaze, but the things I'm going to be saying things that I've never told anybody in this. No or names. Very few. Yeah. I will give you. I told you I had to pimp for this guy. I'll give you an example. A new, a new young man. When and I mean, we're talking 17, 18 years old. Some like, kids, uh, they fresh they, out of school they, and and. Or they would they would be um, f- uh, just out of high school or first year in college. Uh, they would go in and, I mean, they would audition or there would be auditions at the schools. Sure. And so some of these kids were babies. Yeah, yeah. Some didn't even have ex- know whether they were gay or straight or whatever. Right. They're still... Right, haven't experienced themselves, let alone the world, let alone... You know, it's like they were living at home and then maybe a dorm, <laughs> and then all of a sudden you're in a car A national slide. tour. A national tour. Yeah, or, or in Chicago. But. Yeah, so there was this... We were at... You know, after the show, we'd always go out for something to eat or... or sure. And especially if there was only... One one hotel. It was like everybody's staying in the same hotel, and that's the only place open. <laughs> right. You know, after nine o'clock or whatever, then we'd be in the restaurant or the yeah. bar, you know. And this fucker in power says to me, "I want you to go over to so and so, the young boy." And ask him if I can come to his room later. I said, I can't. No. Yeah. No. Um, that's pimping. Yeah, and you're the dance captain, so you're also a position of power. I was the assistant. Assistant. But. But it's wrong. Yeah. It's wrong. Because these kids were always terrified. Every time this fucker, he wasn't with us all the time. 
Anytime he came out, there would be, uh-oh, is somebody going to get fired or this or that? You know, there would be the ripplings. Right. Jeez. A- and um, so I, I went, he said, just go ask. Just go ask. And I went, okay, oh, my God. I So I went over to the young boy, and I said, I don't agree with my doing this. I feel like I should go to hell right now. But I have been asked by this Effer. fucker yeah. if you if he could come to your room tonight. I, as I say it, I'm like I'm, oh, it's gross. I'm ashamed of myself. I'm ashamed of and I said I took his hand and I said you don't have to say yes. You do not have to say yes. I will fight for your job. I will protect you. And he he was just shaking, and he went, all right. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. He was so scared and so naive and so young and so sweet. And that And, and it could fucker. mean losing everything when yep. that's yep. the start. Yep. And you don't know if he, this is his... You don't know if he's just come out of the closet. You don't even know if he's all the way out of the closet yet. You yeah. Don't, and the, the fuck... From that, I I said, you shit fucking... I mean, I, I went, I said, I will never do... You want to... You know, you you coward. Yeah. You don't even have the balls to flirt. Yeah, You yeah. don't have the balls. You don't want rejection in any way. Because he's gray-haired. This, I, mean, I, I had imagined he, a little portly and old. No, he wasn't portly. He, wasn't he was portly. he was in he was good spelled. shape. He was in good shape. But gray hair. But yeah. And it's like, you fucking chicken coward shit. All right, I think you get I'm, the idea. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm definitely <laughs> clicking the explicit button on this episode. <laughs> I've clicked him on but all the episodes, but this one is I hope, I hope he's in hell. Right now, I hope he's in hell. Because if he did that, you know that he was doing oh, that. That's that's a modus operandi. Went. That's just a a, oh. a way to do things. If if you're so willing to do it, then you get a couple of drinks in you, and you have someone else. I mean, that's just yeah. That's, yeah. And he wasn't even good. He was out to coach. Whoops, I'm saying too much. People are going to figure it. You know, he was out to coach the acting and this and that. What a jerk. He didn't know what he was talking about. Uh. He was, this is what I mean, that some people were put in positions that, out of loyalty. Out of loyalty. Michael was almost blindly loyal sometimes, you know, but excellent man, excellent. Anyways, okay, so we go to Chicago, and we did not move, as I said, it was kind of a new new company being put together. Mm Mm-hmm. Some of the old, some of the new. Boom, boom. Um, we did not go. We were going to be playing the Schubert Theater, but interesting. You'll find this interesting. I bet I will. The Schubert, I believe, was like getting a makeover. It was get okay. So they needed to find, or there was another show in. I can't remember why we couldn't go into the Schubert right away. But the theater wasn't ready yet. The Auditorium Theater at Roosevelt oh, University was empty. It it awesome. had been it was a yeah. it was a mess. It was like before the renovation. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did a whole research paper on on the auditorium theater. So we rehearsed in the auditorium theater for 
a month. But while it was decrepit. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. So. It's a gorgeous theater now. Um. Yeah, but but this was like late seventies. Yeah, that's you know, that's very interesting. Because I I went to Roosevelt University, um, where where the auditorium theater is. Um, there was a whole FDR thing from the New Deal and and turning from office buildings into another thing into the school that it now is. Yeah, and, and the theater having its own renovations done over. I think it was like in the in the. 80s or 70s. Yes, because it was redone after. Yeah. After. Yeah. Um, anyway. Anyway, so that, that is very interesting. So, uh, okay, so we're rehearsing. And one thing, I'm, remember, I'm still new to this game. This is only my second right. national tour. And, you know, I'm. And the first one was gentler. <laughs> yeah, and I was only a, a chorus girl. Right. You know, right. I, now... I mean I had no responsibilities at all except <laughs> get on the stage and do your thing, right. you know. And <laughs> no, it was it was nice. <laughs> um so what I realized, it was very interesting. Again, because a lot of the people, not a lot of acting, a lot of the dancers, not a lot of acting background and stuff like that. They did somewhat try to find a commonality in the performer to the character. Cool. But, but it doesn't mean that what you say in your real life can translate to the stage. Not when it's getting this big. It yeah. in the original. I mean, they were telling their own lives. These. Oh wow! I, I didn't. I no, ninety percent was... like Tommy Walsh, who played Bobby, who I went to school with. We were friends. Well, it was Sweetie Pie, and he's dead now. Two of eights. Um, At least he deserved a name. He. He, that's his, Bobby is his story. Okay. Um, Mitzi is tits and ass, and, but she, there was another actress who, who, dancer who played it on Broadway, but then she took over the role and played it a lot. So, sure. uh, Donna McKechnie, it's Cassie, it's her story, so. It's a lot of real stories coming together. I didn't actually know that. Yes, yes. It's real people playing their lives. Huh. Um, now. A conglomerate. I mean, they, they you know, you sure. mix it. You don't do it. You don't do full truth because that... Biography, autobiography. Yeah. But um, anyway. Real life is messy. So when you're dealing with, there were, all right, 14. You're talking a cast of, I don't know, about 30 people? Sure. With the understudies? I can't remember. 14 on the line? Whatever. Yeah, about 25 Sure. 30 people. And again, some <laughs> young. And because that I just kept my mouth shut, Michael went around. We're all sitting in this room. Michael went around. It was the big rehearsal room at Roosevelt. Okay. Remember upstairs? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That of big course. rehearsal room. Yeah. That's, we were in there. Huh. All these, now that's all coming back. It's it's just wild because I, I experienced a lot of these places. Yeah. Anyway. Um, he would go around to each person, tell me something about you, tell me about you. 
And I went, oh, this is interesting. But as they're going around, I went, something's a little weird here. Why is it every person in the room says they had the same experience as the character that they're playing? You Uh. know, I went, I think they're pulling shit out of their ass a little bit. Trying to get on Michael's good side and and to go, I am worthy of the part. So I'm, it's going around and I I didn't start getting annoyed, but I started getting kind of like, this is crap. Wise to it. This this is yeah. I'm I was wising up. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. especially when, if it was someone who was, everybody on the line also. So you know, most people who were the main characters also understudied a different character. Okay. So, it was interesting to me. Of now, there's a commonality of dancers, but. Wow, so you experience both you experience the stuff of both of your characters? Or yeah. you cover three all three of your characters? And yet at the same it's like with Cassie, she did do go she was a go go dancer. Huh. On Hullabaloo. Right, 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 right. Um I I I'm you know, my experience with the attic, I mean when you talk no bro go go. <laughs> yeah. I've done everything from good go go to you know, like bro. like low brow disco. Um and someone oh you know yes I I at my senior prom I was a go go dancer and I was like oh Jesus you have no idea oh, honey. Yeah. You have no idea. Yeah, that's not go go dad. You yeah. But do you see a... what I mean? I mean reaching. Right, right. So trying to make the connection where I actually was sitting, for some reason, I was sitting, like, next to Michael. Because you were his favorite. He liked me. <laughs> well, I'll get into that. I'll get into that. And it came around to me, and I went, oh, you know, it's like Sheila with my father and, every, I mean, all sure. of this. I could blow the roof off of this room and probably get any part I want. I yeah, mean, if like, you're if what you experienced growing up makes you an actor in this circumstance, I could blow you. And you know what I did? The exact opposite. I said, um, brought up in Worcester, went to school at Boston Conservatory, lived in France three years. Ballet de Marseille, came back, uh, worked around, and uh, got a low dolly. (laughs) That's it. Because also, after having that stage manager, that awful woman stage manager didn't didn't come with us. Oh, good. Thank God. Oh, good. I I was worried that she was going to be a recurring character. She, She was let go. Well... Yeah, um, <laughs> if yeah. you're going to sabotage yeah. the show no, for jealousy. I didn't have anything to do with that, but it oh, wouldn't but surprise me if my circumstance, if, if Michael went, this lady's a little nuts. I'm sure that was a factor, or like one of the signs. To you jeopardize, know? Yeah. you know. A, 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 uh, an actual performance. Yeah. And... Um, no, so I, I went, I, I was picking up on things too of, I don't want 
anyone to know too much about me so that they can bait me. Yeah. Don't you, you know, I mean again, it was a web. It, it it there was a lot of jealousy and inter blah blah blah. I had a wonderful time. But I can't say that everybody too much fame too soon. It's like one person who played Cassie. Give me a break. She's a fucking chorus girl. Who had I'm not going to say who it is, but oh, when she came in, she had to leave her fur coat in the in the stage manager's office. She she would do this like uh. flinging off the fur coat and oh, you know, lock it up. And I've seen this in a lot of people. Um, it's like give me a you can't no, I can't take notes, you know. I won't take notes from you, only from the dance captain. I you know, I mean yeah, yeah. or it like, had to be everything filtered through the stage manager, you know, the the uh production stage manager. It's like give me a fucking break, you know. So you just had to be careful. You just and I thought, no bait. I am not yeah. no one's gonna know anything about me. And it's funny because when I said that, Michael looked over and he said, That's it? <laughs> and I went, For now. <laughs> For now. <laughs> well I, I'm what I'm you I'm not putting myself yeah. out there. No no no. Not in this room. Not so all these other people find out. No, no, no. But I was kinda laughing at the same time. So, no, that's that's great though. You just wise up. You have to be careful. Nice, but careful. Of course, but there was also a thing of why did Tina get to be assistant dance captain? I mean, it it you know oh yeah. God it, it's yeah, the jealousy and the, the, the this new one just everyone's yeah, egos. It, it, it could, sounds like. It could. I just. Kept, I kept my head down. Boop. Um, well, that's why you get to be dance captain. It, I mean, because you did the work, and then you didn't get caught up in all the gossip and. BS. And you stay neutral territory. Yeah. You know, and and disciplined. You don't. You don't fall for that. Now, when I would go, when my friend Jack Archer, of course, he was in the company too. Sure. <laughs> we we knew each other so well. We'd That's go for a drink afterwards, and it's like, different. oh my god, Jack, That's you know this different. and blah. and but he was also extremely respectful. He kept to his own. He'd very um, not subtle, very um, Clandestine. <laughs> it's Mr. Clandestine. That's, That's the way I say. That's a okay. joke between us. That's I don't. I always pronounce the word instead of. Clandestine. I always called it Clandelstein. I'm. This is very Clandelstein. No, very um, um, discreet. Discreet. Discretion. Jack was, yeah. Yeah. So okay, we're in rehearsal, which which was good because I got to learn everybody's part by then. You know, with him going sure. through and and the acting and everything else. One day. Okay, remember I told you that Michael and Bob made fun of the Cassie dance? Yes, I do. Lobby? I remember that. 
Which, the more I think about it, the more I go, yeah, but the fact that it's so much repetition is what makes it so hard and so... But... And, and such a spectacle. But... And you can... You could say, well, repetition is... <laughs> what the show is about, a chorus member with the kick line, kick after kick. However, this was this dance is in her imagination. It's supposed to be her freedom. Right. So I don't buy it. It doesn't that. Nobody fit can quite that. as well. Um, <laughs> all right, well, talking about that, it was the end of the rehearsal day. I remember. I, I remember this visit vividly. I had on, I had a red knit a uh, leg warmer outfit. V-neck, boom, long sleeves. Very 70s, 80s. And it was... So, Michael said... That's great. <laughs> no, you know, you're rehearsing 10 to 6. I mean, 6 o'clock. I'm tired because yeah, I've hours. been, yeah. I've been, you know, doing with everybody and blah, blah, blah. It was, it was hard. He said, um, everyone can go, Tina, let's work on the Cassie dance. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was like, oh, oh no. No! Oh, God, what now? <laughs> Mea culpa. What it was is he started re-choreographing some of it. Oh. And now, not full structure. Sure. But he'd say, like, for example, there was a, a PK, a PK, a PK is when you step on a straight leg and a, a, and a turned-in attitude in the back. Your, your other leg is bent cool. in the back, bent at the knee yeah. in the back. Yeah, I can picture it. And you're just supposed to peek a and just flick your, you know, flick your wrists over, over your head. And he said, could you add a double oh. <laughs> ballet turned-out attitude inside turn Turn your legs to parallel at the last second to hit that pose. And I went, mm, uh, let's see. Yeah, I can try. So. Doesn't sound easy. <laughs> I did go in my head, okay, the how am I going to, how am I going to stop the movement? The turning in will be like a break from the turning out and the mo that might, and if I do my arms this way, it will stop the momentum. So, double pirouette, funk, um, you know. That's incredible. Then, <laughs> an, an, and another one, okay, where it was only like a half turn with, you know, you dig your feet and you're turning halfway around. Sure. Said, can you make that uh, one and a half turns and then slide it out? All right, I'll try. Sure. Did that. He went through the whole thing. Now, we were doing it like eight counts at a time. Sure. He's adding some of these you know, hard some you know that is like okay this is like technique time yeah. i mean you be beyond technique, but it was it was exciting it. yeah, yeah. This, you know it was like wow this is challenging that's cool we got that's to cool. a, another part we just supposed to you do like this uh, chasse parabere type thing and a little a, a little jump in second that your legs are only like basically in Degashes for you're forty five degrees. Sure. Yep. He wants full split, <laughs> and I went. That's going to take time. Yeah. But remember, I told you I was really good with scores. Yeah. Yeah. Keeping... I went. Wait a minute. If I said, give me a second. If 
and I and, and I worked it out. I went, okay, instead of thinking in fours, one, two, five, six, seven, eight, think in your mind that you're going to go into triplets because if you go into triplets while you're in the air, yeah. then where they where you come down and it's supposed to do a pas de beret, a step, step, one step, two, one, two, you're going to do... One, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, and, and get into the next move without losing but, a beat. Okay. But you're playing but change, in a three, four against the music. That's, but only for but a moment fit. and just in your head. It, and so then, it, so then I was like, okay, then, that, then the next move will be a total surprise because I've altered. You broke the rhythm for just a second. Yeah. Well. That's insane. He, that's That's... Okay, but like as far as technical mastery, and I know this is only the second show, but that's some of the most intricate and impressive things I've ever heard you talk about as far as your career of to to be able to change change meter in the middle of a song just for you, just for a moment to fit and it. have it fit. Yeah, and, and, and have it fit. Fit and look in the audience to it. Yeah, yeah. what was his yeah. response? You were about to say it. Over the, it, like, over the moon mouth agape. Yeah. Because he got what I did. Yeah, this seems I, like the most. And it was, it was like flying. It was, I, it was so exciting. I was like, even if you take the others, can I keep that? Yeah. Can I, <laughs> please, can I keep, because it, this is, this is a, a character who's expressing Everything that she can do, it's me. It's me in the mirror. It's yeah. me. It's me. And that. So then some of the other stuff. Yeah. Now here's here's the thing. Is this boring? <laughs> no, not at all. Are you kidding? No, this is. I was just shy of five five. I mean, I was I wasn't tall, but people thought I was tall because I had long legs. Yeah. And a short torso. I benefit of the same thing. Yep. Michael has short legs. He was he was small he was petite and yeah, like powerful then. Down to the ground. Yeah. He had me do it's can you get lower, lower? And I'm like, my legs Legs, Jesus, yeah. You know, I, I almost physically can't do what you're doing because you're short. short. But I couldn't say, you're a little midgy. <laughs> you know, look at the difference. Your legs, your legs are up to my, your your waist is my knees. Yeah, you yeah. Know? I mean, it wasn't that small. Not that, but like. But, it, 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 the, the, uh, but I, anyway, <laughs> we worked. Okay, so again, we're still working eight counts at a time. Yeah. I know what I'm supposed to do. Went through the whole thing, and if there was if there was a layout, it's like, don't just don't just throw it away. Full layout, be totally parallel to the ground, you know, with your back and everything. I was like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. It was really fun working on it. Eight counts at a time. <laughs> then Put you it went all together. Let's try. Let, let, let's see it all together. I thought I was going to fucking die. Yeah. It was so hard. It was so hard. And because it was new, you don't breathe. You don't know You, you breathe yet. very you shallow when, yeah. when um, 
it, you're not sure of what you're doing. Yeah, when the muscle memory is not there yet. It's sure. So you're, you know, it's fighting for it, and and yeah, yeah. I thought I was gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> I really did. And I said, I'll work on it. Yeah. So I had a total, a unique version that nobody else had. That's incredible. That's... But now listen to this though. Yeah. When later I became Cassie, which is another whole story. Which might be another day. Yeah, it might be. We're getting... We're getting there. But again, is this boring? No. Right. No, this is... I find this riveting. I don't know if other people will, but I, I find this extremely interesting. When I worked on it all the time, because I knew I needed the stamina, because you have to you have to talk afterwards. Right. The scene continues. And sing during it. At the and... end of it. Yep. Yeah. Sing during it. And it's like... A, even like, I mean, the song is broken up. You would have to put these friggin' double attitude pirouette, this one, added. And before I have to sing again and hold yeah. that note for 32 counts or right. whatever. Oh, so that it, it isn't even like he kept the, the... It's a big song. That part easy. <laughs> he, put, he put stuff in. So I'll never forget one... Night, this is when I did have the role. There was a new stage manager, a stage manager that was, or I moved to a different company, I can't remember, but I didn't work with this stage manager a lot. Nice guy, but I didn't really know him. And the person who played the role before me had the what I call the easy version. <laughs> and also, she was just a lot of splash and trash. Sure. You know. It's, uh, elucidate. It's, you know, kick, but you know, throw away. It was it yeah. was more throw away. So I get off. I I I'm in front of the audience. I do it. You know, and it it was a ball buster. It every you didn't. You're completely out of breath at the end. Sure. It was and but exhilarated, right. but it was hard. Did the scene? I came off, and I'm sweating. No, it must have been a spectacle. Head to toe. Yeah. Head, you know, um, and and the stage, the stage manager's, you know, just off, and he said, "I don't understand. I mean, so and so, the person before, she was never out of breath. Why are you so out of breath? Are you like out of shape?" Um. I went, you, in my head, you ignorant son of a bitch. Yeah. You have have no idea. Yeah, you just burned a bridge without knowing it. (laughs) Yeah, and I, so I, later on, I explained to him the difference. And he did, he went, oh, Uh, oh, I, you know, and it also made me go, and you have no dance background whatsoever. Yeah. You may be good at calling lights, but the, you are not the type of stage manager things. for yeah. this company. Yeah, you, yeah. You know, you don't have the sensitivity. Anyway, okay. Well, if you don't know, then just shut up. I'm, I'm sorry, but that's a general thing. It was or a ask, down. ask a question. Like, uh, at, there's a way to say that without it being, are you out of shape? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's gross. Asshole. Okay, so <laughs> settled into Chicago. Um, 
It was I I got an apartment that had the bathroom was all lava rock Ooh. and the sink was a big shell Fun. and it had one of those showers that you have jets coming from everywhere. <laughs> Instead of staying with where the rest of the company was staying in this apartment building. Yeah. I went, I'm I'm here for a year. I'm going to get my own apartment. Yeah. So I got one on Dearborn Street. Oh, nice. Um, no, it was great. Yeah, it's, it's um, lovely. And, uh, and I said, okay, I'll tell one last story yeah. and then we're done. Um, <laughs> of, of this, yeah, so of course that's going to go, again, it was so encompassing. All right. Oh, so it's, it's, It seems like a real... Again, Michael started everything. Liked me. I kept my mouth shut. But I guess I was amusing. Again, I don't Well and I'm smart. I but trustworthy. And I didn't you know I didn't let him see in t- to me too much. But he knew that I was I was popular and, and you know, <laughs> and nice and had a boyfriend and everything else. Matter of fact, there was one day, this is in the second time through, but um, a f- <laughs> one of the understudies, I adore him, his name was John. Um, one of the, he was an understudy in like an assistant, assistant stage manager or something. We would set up a brunch table every Sunday. And uh, we would make each other laugh that's great. Just, I mean, bend over laughing. <laughs> I didn't know it. We So John and I were fooling around with this brunch table. Nobody's around, that you know, and so we're just howling <laughs> and, you know, totally, totally goofing off. It's silly, silly stuff. Yeah. I didn't know it, but Michael was there and he was watching in <laughs> the corner. And... I mean, we're going and we're going, you know, and laughing, laughing, laughing. We don't see him. And and John all of a sudden stiffened. (laughs) And I'm, what's what's wrong? He's right behind me, isn't he? (laughs) And Michael's looking at me with his head cocked, with this little smile on his face, like he was seeing an alien. You know, he had never seen me. Be myself. Sure. And you know, John and I, all of a sudden, we were like little maids. <laughs> okay, do you want the donuts over there? Or should we, <laughs> you know, we were all serious. And I know I was blushed, red to death. So, I, all right, I'm going back. Just my, we just had a strange relationship. Again, other people don't know this. I'll tell you one last story. Um, that I, it broke my heart. I was with Michael and Bob a lot. I don't know why. I mean, so there was, but I didn't socialize, not not like going out afterwards. It was always work. But instead of having the dance captain there, he had me. Huh. So it was strange. Now, again, I don't know. I know he respected me. Sure. And, again, I kept my mouth shut. I didn't ask questions. I didn't... I only put my foot down when I had to. Yeah. You know, when something was 
not right. I'd give my opinion if it was correct, you know. So I don't know whether he felt comfortable. Maybe, or, or, or just that you have that level head to not make decisions, those decisions irrationally, you know? Yeah, I don't know. So one time I was over his apartment. This is in Chicago, his hotel apartment yeah. room. And it was he and Bob, and they were talking. I can't ever remember exactly why I was there. I remember having a notepad, so it was going to be something. Thing. And he and Bob were talking about, they were putting together the show Ballroom, which... You don't know that one at okay. all. Okay. Michael, he went from dancer in the chorus to choreographer of shows to director choreographer to directed directing uh, choreographing and conceived by okay then um that was a chorus line then ballroom he was producer director choreographer the whole he yeah, was the whole the, Megillah. yeah yeah and they were talking that show hadn't opened yet so they were still in rehearsal, and Michael got so... They both got so sad. Hmm. And they went, you know they're going to kill us. You know, my, my ears picked up. And they were talking about how the press, the critics, the theater community were going to just bomb the show. Just, Ballroom? Yeah. Okay. And... Where I usually, where I, that's exactly what I did. I, where I usually didn't say much of anything. I remember looking up from my notepad and going, "Why?" Yeah. And he said, "They have to bring you down when you get too much." <sighs> When you, because he also like bought a a build out out of the proceeds, he bought studios sure, in New York. Lines. I mean, these gorgeous, you know, gorgeous studios for dancers for theater. When it's a huge he success, so, you can. He he bought a whole building. It's incredible. And eight ninety Broadway. Um, he again this talented genius knew that the critic. He went. They they parasites. They they'll buck you up, but then it's their their mission to pull you down. Hmm. I started crying. Yeah. Because the two of them were like, they were so sad yet accepting of the under the ugly underbelly and the power that untalented people have to destroy. Uh, well, what I was gonna say those. is a critic is only a critic because. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> Often. And I, I I did say, what's the, sh is the show bad? Is it bad? Right. It, and they went, no. It was gorgeous. Was it? I did see it. It was huh. gorgeous. Um. So that was another experience I'll never forget. And I don't think, I don't if I've told maybe one or two people that story, oh, the politics that, it, of that, are... that again, M Michael and I had this 
very respectful, distanced, but trusting relationship. And I, I, I've never felt that with anyone. There's another story that will go on with oh, yeah. Michael. We'll, one more. We'll one. Keep, we'll do one more. Not today. We've got one more in the in the chorus line saga. It sounds like. Yeah, but not much more. Well, still. Um. Yeah, let's end on that sad note. Yeah, we'll end on that sad note. But I'm gonna say that the true morning thunder was you as Cassie. You are the uh, oh, most well, morning of thunders of them all. Jack Jack told me because I would I would run it every day. And Jack told me he would sneak into the back of the theater just to watch. That's incredible. Because I, mean, I, I would mean, be alone on the stage doing it. Yeah. You know, if Yeah. Real, well. Yeah, I do have I I do have one more Michael story for yeah. next time. I mean we'll start with that and then, and then we'll, I'm gonna put him back in heaven where he belongs. Then, <laughs> no, but it's a good honor. Anyway. Okay, uh, clink. Clink, we're gonna clink again. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for listening. The little little grandchildren and great grandchildren. And all you Brussels people out there, yes, I know you're the, listening. The children of the world. Hello, Brussels. Hey Belgians. <laughs> Yeah. Do you know of all places that I've been to in Europe, I don't think... I've never been to Belgium. I I think I was only train ride through Belgium. I skipped Belgium because there were a bunch of terrorist attacks happening um, during that time. So you asked me to skip Belgium. Oh my God, that's right. So I went right. straight, to the Amster, uh, straight to the Netherlands. That's right. That was when people were getting on trains with axes and stuff. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Oh, I hope you're safe in Belgium. Yeah, be safe, Belgians. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, bye. Bye. Cheers. Cheers. Bye. bye.